0: Have you ever wondered why movies and TV shows depicted government agencies in a more favorable light and most of the times they come out like the heroes you ever wondered that and why the FBI and CIA agents live exciting lives why is Jack Ryan so smart and why is Jack Bauer so good at torture doesn't seem to bother him and why does James Bond always get the girl and he always gets the bad guy these are great questions. What if I told you that these examples are not just good storytelling from a Hollywood screenwriter, but they had outside influence from the CIA to create propaganda for the American public and the global stage? Would you like to hear more? Hello, Conspiracy Nuts. This is Byron Dice, and you're listening to Let's Get to the Bottom of That podcast, where each week I am joined by Mike and Jason, and we will cover a topic that has been left out in the public square unattended and covered with questions from the official story. Today is episode 11, Project Mockingbird. And if you are a critical free thinker, get your tinfoil hats, put them on, sit back and relax, and let's get to the bottom of that. Man Enterprises exclusively presents a talk show that will get to the bottom of things once and for all. And now here's your host, but let's get to the bottom of that. Three weirdos on a mic. That's right. Three weirdos on a mic. Welcome back, Mike.
1: What's up? How's Mike it going? is
0: in studio. Jason is uh, via phone today. He's not in studio. He is at an undisclosed location. We've got him out in the field uh, covering a report uh, for yeah. election fraud. <laughs> That's right. How's it going out there? I'm out in the
2: field. Oh man, there's tons of fraud. Tons of fraud.
0: I was going to ask and you guys. The Chinese did it. Oh, the Chinese. Um, the Chinese. I was going to ask you guys. Have we talked since uh, the midterms? Have we done a show since yeah. then? Yeah, we have. Yeah. We, okay. didn't,
1: we didn't discuss the midterms though. Really? No, we did uh, after the show.
0: I um, I didn't see any foolery or Tom, you know, shenanigans at my polling place. Same. Of course, it's always. I never see it. But it's always somewhere else.
1: Yeah. It, it's in the same locations as it was in 2020, it looks right. like. Right. Yeah.
0: It's that your, Maricopa, 28th, County County. Maricopa County in Arizona. Maricopa County in
1: Arizona. Fulton County in uh, Georgia.
0: And uh, what about, uh, didn't Pennsylvania have some problems?
1: Pennsylvania, I mean, I, I've heard it's just like the corrupt, most corrupt place ever. Um, yeah. And I don't know exactly what's going on there. But it seems like we're kind of getting like normalized to the idea of just like, counting ballots days and days and days after the election has ended yeah and that that's kind of you know that's weird obviously that that's becoming like a normal thing
0: and it shouldn't be Uh, here's the thing I posted this on Facebook the other day Um, tell me what you think about this I said as long as there are mail-in voting as a as a law of the land Republicans will never win again right What do you think of that?
1: I think that's true. I think as long as you have mail-in voting, there's not going to be a true, you know,
0: free and fair election. I think so. I think um, they know how the game is rigged. They know how to play it, and we don't. And I don't think we'll either, either they have to step up and play the rigged game and try to cheat better, or we have to expose the corruption and stop the cheating. So I'm not sure which one we should do.
2: I mean, you're not going to stop the corruption and the cheating. That is that's that is something that's going to continue to happen forever. And unfortunately, that's just how the war works.
0: Yeah, and I so, don't understand I mean, why they they gloss over tons of of ballots that get cast from dead people. Right. They, they gloss over that, or they don't take it back out. Oh, you caught me. Let's not count that one. Or you'll go, Stephen Crowder did a real-time... He went to a place where that said, we voted, and it was just an empty lot. Yeah, I saw that. It was an empty lot. I'm like, why, why is that stuff glossed over? Like, and, and who, who is in charge? That's what I don't get. Like, the people in charge aren't doing anything. Right. And I, I, it's just baffling to me. It doesn't
1: make me feel confident about, you know, election integrity. <laughs>
0: you think it's elections instead of elections? I, yeah. I yeah. mean,
1: you could make a reasonable argument for that, right. couldn't you? Yeah.
0: I mean, look at Fetterman. Yeah. What? Really? Anyway. Yeah. Well, today's uh show we're talking about Operation Mockingbird, not <laughs> Operation <laughs> Election Selection. Um let's get into this because a lot of people don't know that this was a real thing and I'm g- I'm going to give some quotes later that that state that they got rid of this, but I really don't think I think that it is still in play. It's just a different name. Maybe it's not maybe they don't even have a name.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's
0: get rid of Operation Mockingbird. Oh, you got us. Whatever. Hey, let's not call it anything anymore. Right. We'll just do it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Jason, have you heard of Operation Mockingbird?
2: I have. I've heard about it. Um, I was watching this documentary just a minute ago, actually, uh, giving like a whole bunch of details about it i didn't actually I, I just heard about it this year listening to a episode uh on joe rogan one of the dudes on there brought it up and i was like oh okay i want to research that and see what's about and so yeah
0: okay well um i'll go back i'll start with this 1969 frank Wisner, he was the cia director at the time and he i don't know why they give these if you're a cia director? I don't know why you have to be the head of the directorates of plans. Where do they come up with these names? You're already the CIA director. Why are you the head of the directorates of plans? That's weird. So he was given the task. So number, number one, when I'm reading this stuff, I'm like, he was given a task. You're the CIA director. Who gave you this task? It's a good question. What, where's the person above? Okay. So anyway, he was given a task to start an organization responsible for the manipulation of media and direct action in America. This operation was known as Operation Mockingbird. Now, why Mockingbird? Have you ever heard of a mockingbird? Have you ever heard one? I don't think I've ever heard one or seen one in real
1: life, but I'm oh, familiar with that.
0: Back in Alabama, they're everywhere. You hear them, you know it's a mockingbird because they will mock any bird in their vicinity. So they
1: just like repeat each other and...
0: Yeah, he okay. you can't tell okay, you can tell it's a mockingbird because you can tell he's louder than the original bird. Okay. So he's he's mocking all these birds. It's he, he's just it he's propaganda. Okay. He's out there he's out there giving the uh the red bird <laughs> a bad name. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. He's yeah. so Anyway, uh Mockingbird the objective was to stop the communist. And the narrative is the communist are bad. OK, okay. communists are commun- bad, which I agree with that. Right. So that's basically what the objective was to stop the communists. We're going to use propaganda in uh, media, TV, movies, whatever, newspaper, print to expose communists and show the American public that these people are bad. We're the good guys. We were just talking about that uh, before off, off mic, mm-hmm. um, that always the story is the American's are the good guys. Right. We're not the bad guys. <clears throat> so, what they would do, the CIA would hire top journalists working for big publications. And they also had journalists embedded. They would also have a CIA agent actually working in the industry as a journalist. Right. And people didn't know it. So, they would also bankroll many films in Hollywood. So they would actually fund the films that were coming out because they said, here's the story we want to tell uh, to the American public so that they'll get on board with us. Um, the CIA was able to implement a mass media manipulation system allowing them to control a good portion of public perception. So that's basically what it was about. Mm-hmm. We're going to control the public perception with the stories that we're going to tell. And we're. it's like... Um, Stephen King writes a good story and it's just out of his imaginations, his creativity, and you can just read that story on face value, but then you get the CIA, they don't have a good story. They're telling a story for a particular purpose to have you perceive things a certain way that they want you to perceive. Yep. Instead of just a regular story.
1: Yeah, covert cooperation of the mainstream media to align with government narratives. Yes.
0: Um, let's see. They had the ability to release media that fit the narrative while censoring those that they did not like, as long as it was a, a company under their control. So they actually had control of companies, and I'm probably sh- pretty sure that they had control of some companies. So look at the media today. Yes, yeah. I mean, just just the big fake news. It seems like it's more they're more in bed with um, a propagating arm of the government, like seeing it because it's like they always tell their story, mm-hmm. this narrative. Do yeah. Do and- you
2: think it's the pol- do you think it's the politicians and a narrative that they're trying to uh, regurgitate from a politician, or do you think it's somebody that's above the politician that is? that is kind of wanting this narrative to go a certain way for their own agenda, whether it be political or not political, but their own agenda for,
0: you mean like a shadow government?
2: Yeah. Or just like, you know, maybe, uh, maybe a corporation, maybe whatever it is that would swing, swing the, the narrative through media for their gain.
0: I I think it's both. Mm. I think it's a little bit of both because, you, you can't, it's just the way they talk. Either they're getting talking points from, like you say, the people, the, the shadow people behind them, they're getting their talking points like Biden or Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. or they actually sit down and believe this stuff that they're actually spewing out. Yeah. I could it's t- one of the two, and it's like, okay, if I believe this, I believe the narrative that I'm supposed to go with, or I just got to say this. It's... It's Mm -hmm. very strange because, and then you had Trump that just, you know, demolished and and called everybody fake news. He was a a disruptor to the narrative. Yeah. Because if you ever see, and Carrie Lake was good about this too, um, they would ask her a question and she could immediately see what they were trying to do behind the question. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. So to answer your question, I think it's a little bit of both,
2: Jason. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, because when you, oh, go ahead, Mike.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of give credence to both. I think that, um, you know, DNC could give talking points to certain media organizations. I could also see Deep State being involved, you know, and people often, you know, once you start talking about Deep State, people are like, who, who is that exactly? Like, And, you know, like, <laughs> right. and, uh, you you know,
2: know
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Soros, yeah, People like that with these, you know, huge NGOs like his Open Borders Society or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, you know, rogue elements of the military industrial complex, um, the trilateral commission, the council on foreign relations, people like this have heavy influence over what gets discussed in the media in my opinion.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And then and then you got Soros. He's and he funds and it's and it's not it's not hidden.
2: Right. No. And it's it's so out there. And, and and everyone just it's 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 hidden in plain sight. That's what it is.
0: Right. I don't know if y'all saw this. And speaking about this, since we're on the George Soros, I forgot who it was. He was in on an interview. It was either Fox or CNN. Was it Huckabee? Somebody, or O'Reilly? Somebody mentioned George Soros. hmm uh, Oh, maybe it was, uh, what was the old Speaker of the House? Newt Gingrich. That's who it was. He started talking about George Soros and how he is behind a lot of things and funding things. Mm-hmm. And the, the reporters all of a sudden shifted. They were like, they they had to go to break they had they just completely shut down
1: they had to st- st- just just yeah, the conversation yeah right they then. were like
0: um we're, we're not going to talk about that it's like right it was almost like you don't mention that name because that's a conspiracy theory and we don't we're not into that here we're just about the facts
1: yeah Exactly. And I, you know, did you ever see that episode of like back when Piers Morgan had a show and Alex Jones came on and he said something bad about a pharmaceutical company and Piers started like trying to deflect and Alex was like, oh, that's the big sponsor.
0: And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he did that. Yes. <laughs> was it really? The, you think it was <laughs> or he was joking? Uh, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Most of the things that Alex Jones says come to the light and they're, it's true. I mean, it, more often than not, it's true. Yeah, he he has a pretty decent track record.
0: What if honestly. what if we're getting played by both sides, though?
1: I'm sure that's true yeah. to, to an extent. Like,
0: so so you got the side we're talking about, and then you got your Alex Jones side, and he and his job is to keep the division or hey, pick a side, and and nobody's really going to okay. get anything done.
1: He actually talked about this. He he said like long ago he was approached by some of the people that he talks about that are you know these well connected, really wealthy individuals, and they were like, hey, Alex, you should be one of us because do you remember back when he used to go after George Bush? He was actually like a pretty favorable guy in mainstream media opinion just because he was going after Republicans and I don't remember that. Yeah. And and it all changed as soon as he started going after like Obama and people like that. That's when he became, you know, like the kooky conspiracy guy and all these things. Um, so yeah, I mean, he said that they've like approached him and wanted him to like join their club basically. And he said, no, uh, Yeah, so, I mean, he has
0: talked about it on his show before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to mention some high-level institutions that uh, have been involved with the CIA. CBS, Time Magazine, New York Times, New York Herald, New York Post, and the Washington Post. These are just a few, and these are heavy hitters. They've been involved, they've been in bed with the CIA to – to get things uh get the public to perceive a certain thing that they want to say now another another thing another aspect of mockingbird was uh they were hunting for communist sympathizers so like in the press and the film industry if they if they were cuz they were embedded in the in the industry the press and the film industry and they would look for people that were sympathetic to the communist and they would weed them out and they would take them down it was almost like it was almost like getting canceled today Mm -hmm. the cancel culture we see today that's the way it was with the communist sympathizers right they would find them and go oh we found one um i think a a big a big one is uh i don't know if you know lucille ball i've heard the name i don't know much about lucille ball okay you should never heard of her jason please are you joking
2: i've never i've never Never, never
0: oh, in my life. I'm coming through the mic and just slapping right now.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, Lucille Ball. She had a show. Maybe it was in the '60s, '70s. It was called the Lucille Ball Show, and she had um, her her husband. Her his was Ricardo. I forgot his name. Ricky, Ricky Ricardo
2: was that his name? Th- is that
0: the I Love
2: Lucy show you're talking yes, about?
0: Yes, I Love Lucy.
2: Okay. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No
0: problem. So her husband was, uh, I think, Cuban or Puerto Rican. And uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. He
0: had a he had a show. He would do. He was in an entertainment. He had a club. He did, and then he also taped uh, on the Lucille Ball show. I love Lucy as her husband. He was really her husband, but he played her right. husband on the show. They went after him. Because they were saying they were saying he was in bed with a communist, so it's that kind of thing I'm talking about. People like that, they were they were like almost can't they they almost canceled him. I think they did. I got there's a documentary out there you should watch it. Okay. it's it's a it's it's direct evidence of what I'm talking about of how they went after communist uh, sympathizers, whether you were or not. Right. So that's that's the other thing. It's like I said something wrong, and they took it out of context and immediately oh, you're a communist sympathizer, we're taking you down. Right. Where these, I just said I like cornflakes. What are you talking about? Yeah, and it's kind of like today, you know what I'm saying.
1: like if you say anything critical about like what's going on in Ukraine right now, they're like, oh, you're a, a Russian asset.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Which, why, why do I have to be a Russian asset if I can look at history and I can look at facts and know that Russia is, is playing a game because they don't want a, another super... Uh, power next to their border to to rise up against them. That's all that, to me, that's all this is, Mm -hmm. is I'm invading Ukraine because you're on my border and you're starting to talk about NATO, Mm -hmm. joining NATO, whatever. Is it right? Is it wrong? I don't know. It's just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I disagree with us sending T- billions, oh, yeah. billions and, and billions. trillions of dollars to ukraine when we have problems here in the u.s
2: yeah hundreds of billions. your tax dollars your tax dollars yes. are going to the ukrainian people and we'll never get that back
1: yeah and we'll never get that back disappearing and you know right now there's a conspiracy going on that you know it's Getting turned into that FTX cryptocurrency and then funneled into Democratic oh my um, campaign funds. Which, How about that story? Which is obviously a violation of campaign finance laws, if that ends up being true. But, Absolutely. You know, maybe that's another episode in the future. No, um, no.
0: I, I think that could be tied into what we're talking about now.
2: Okay. Wait, 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 wait. What are you talking about? Are you saying that the Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, would never do anything that would violate any type of money? Funneling into anything? That's
0: crazy. <laughs> um, she would admit it.
1: I wanna yeah, sh- I wanna right. see like what she invests in each year and just copy her investments <laughs> and just watch how well I do. Right. Yeah.
0: So you can get that ice cream, a good ice cream. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. Yeah, I get the second fridge just for the ice cream.
0: You know what? Speak off topic, sorry, since we just went down this rabbit hole. Have you heard the new report on Paul Pelosi? Uh, about the guy that went yeah. to his house? No, the inconsistency. Oh.
1: The, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, talk about it. What, so,
0: so the police, the local police wrote a report and said Paul Pelosi opened the door. Okay. And the I, I guess the the whatever government agency wrote up a report of this incident left that detail out and said the cops opened the door. Ooh, okay. They left that detail out. And and there's also they haven't released the footage, the the body cams but that's public that's, – that's Freedom of Information Act. That's public information. We should be able to watch that that
1: footage. So you can at very least see who opened the door.
0: Yeah, and I don't know why they haven't released it yet. Um, but th- that's interesting because you have these two – oh, and also there was a guy from NBC who reported on this, mm-hmm. reported this very thing I'm talking about, exactly like the the facts were laid out. He was suspended – they scrubbed the story from NBC. Really, scrubbed it. Wow! And he's he's suspended, and we don't know where. It's like one of those other journalists. What happened to him? Yeah. The, so the <laughs> Meeks guy with the Ukraine story. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's another weird one. So I'm, you know what? This really ties into what we're talking about. It's it is. propaganda. It's perception. Yeah. Of what happened with, so like whatever happened with Paul Pelosi and 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 stripper dude. Yep um nudist they call him a nudist which is weird
1: yeah i think he was involved in some nudist stuff he's
0: called a lgbt nudist i don't know why you have that title are you running around all the time nude i heard of nudist colonies i've heard of nudist beach but why would your title be nudist that's an excellent question i'm pretty and did you have clothes on in front of paul if you were a nudist. He, I heard he had shorts on. Uh,
1: yeah, I heard he had under, I heard two, underwear.
0: I heard two accounts. One was shorts and one was underwear, so I don't know which one it is. Yeah.
2: I, I, need I the, heard I, he was in a furry costume. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard.
0: And it was a cat, right? It was a cat. <laughs> yeah, with a hammer. Anyway, this is, this, this is what we're talking about. They want that story... They want the public to perceive it a certain way.
1: Right. So the powers that be controlling the narrative and then true journalists that, you know, step out of line and say, wait, guys, actually, here's the real story. And here's my evidence that backs that up. They're silenced. You know, they're fired from wherever they're working. And, you know, eventually they all end up on Substack, it seems
0: like. (laughs) Talk to me about Substack. I've heard of this.
1: Yeah. Substack is a website where, you know, it. There's just no censorship, and anyone can go write their columns there, and people subscribe to the people they like to read to read from, and uh, yeah, it's it's got a lot of good stuff on there. That's
0: I thought it was a, I thought it was like an app, like uh, Teams. Yeah, it, it, it's got an app. You can you can download the the app for. Oh, I must it. be thinking of stack or something. I Slack. Slack. Thank you. Yeah. yeah Thank s- you. Slack. Yeah. Slack. So totally different.
1: Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, Slacker, but yeah, you can go on here. Oh, you create can, your Substack, right? Yeah, so you can go on here and you can read. You know, all the people. This is basically like the last bastion of free speech for some of these journalists that have been.
0: I'm reading from the website. Uh, for for those that are are not aware of this, like me, <laughs> do your best work supported by your subscribers. Maybe we should get a Substack, maybe, and get some subscribers. Yeah, because we're the last bastion. I love saying that. <laughs> I feel like it's a, like a. A stew or something. Yeah. Hey, did you get a bowl of Bastion? (laughs) Jason, you there? That was pretty funny. I'm there. Anyway. (laughs) That was funny. Um, funny. What was I going to say? I'm all over the place today. Uh, Mockingbird. Um, Mockingbird. Let's see here. Oh, I already mentioned this. CIA would place undercover agents in major studios where they monitored left-wing screenwriters and directors. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That we've kind of... We used, to, we used to be against left-wing screenwriters and directors. They used to be
1: against left-wing or they were yes, working Yes, they with... monitored them. Oh. Like,
0: hey, don't get out of line. Left-wing left, left wing used to be, well, I'm, a, I'm, a little, I'm a little communist. Right, uh-huh. And now that's like, hey, I need to be that. Okay. We're going after right-wing now. It's flipped. That's, that's very interesting. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Now they're going after people. They're like, oh, they're-
0: Now they're going after people like America First, yeah. Patriotic.
1: You're a white nationalist.
2: Yes,
0: you're a white nationalist. Oh, yeah.
2: My. You can't be a white nationalist. A white, white cis male nationalist. That's awful.
0: <laughs> I mean, why? Why were you even born? Um, investigations would be carried out looking for just a sniffed, a sn- a sniffed, a sniff of leftist ideas. Mm-hmm. What? That's crazy. That is. Um, look, I don't. I don't agree with either one of these tactics, left or right. Don't go out, you know, leave me alone, government. Just let freedom, let freedom reign. let freedom reign. Uh, let's talk about the church committee real quick. 1975, Senator Frank Church set up a committee called the church committee and then uh, CIA William Colby would be called in for a hearing. The church committee would go on to release various reports exposing the CIA leading to public outrage. So back then, they were doing all this nefarious stuff in the background, hidden shadows, public didn't know about it. Then it was exposed, and the public didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like if we come full circle, I guarantee it's going on today, but nobody cares.
1: It's definitely still going
0: on today. It's Nobody cares.
1: Yeah. And, uh, I, I heard from, you know, this, uh, church committee, it was revealed that like, um, adjusting for inflation around a billion dollars a year was coming in, you know, under the table bribes to all American news outlets in exchange for, you know, the covert cooperation with whatever propaganda they wanted them to spit out. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yep. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to keep going through the bullet points, but I found something interesting on a website in a few minutes. I'm going to read to you because, uh, doing this research and have you ever done research? And then you go look at a website and you go, wait a minute, that seems like I didn't, that seems contradictory. This article that I read anyway, in the next year, after they started those hearings, the church committee, 1976, George H W. Bush publicly ended the CIA's relationship with the U S media. Thanks George. Thanks, George. Here's his quote. The CIA will not enter into any paid or contractual relationships with any full-time or part-time news correspondent accredited by any United States news service, newspaper, periodical, radio, or television network or station. End quote. Yep. That's... Thanks, George. That's kind of just to throw the scent Thanks, off the trail, George. I think. George. Oh, my gosh. So that, that's weird that he did that to throw, yeah, you're right, throw the scent off. Because if that was going on in the 70s, I mean, imagine how they're influencing media today, Media today, and you can see it. Right. Right. Um, check this out. Official documents that have been obtained through the Freedom of Information Act that were published in 2017 detailed the dealings between filmmakers and intelligence officials at Langley which is the CIA headquarters interesting so that was published so now it is out in the open so you've probably heard of these films and this is the this is the propaganda stuff the best known films of this collaboration is zero dark 30 mm. you seen that movie
1: yeah i
0: think i have yeah uh, is it, it, what
2: is actually a good movie
0: it's I, it's the uh, the killing of osama, osama bin, laden bin laden and how yep. they did it right so um, that the CIA had their their hands in that movie. Uh, Argo. I haven't even heard of that one. That's with um, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, Argo.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a very military-ish um, CIA covert. Uh, some of all fears, Jack Ryan. Okay. Uh, so Jack Ryan's been played by several characters, Harrison Ford and uh, Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. And um, Baldwin has played Jack Ryan, okay. and now we have John Krasansky, of course, playing the the, the series, but uh Jack Ryan, of course, that's the Tom Clancy uh novels that he put out, right so I want to I wonder, Tom just writes these novels, and the CIA says, "Hey, let's put these to film to show that we're the good guys. We're not doing anything negative, but we're here to protect you. You want me on that wall.
2: <laughs> you need me on that wall yeah.
0: Um, I didn't know this. Charlie Wilson's War with with Tom Hanks. I didn't yeah. Um, I haven't even heard a
2: lot of these
1: movies I have not heard. Charlie
0: of. Wilson's War is one of the propaganda. Now, some of the TV shows you've probably known. Homeland. Okay. Yep. They're in bed with them. Uh Alias. Mm-mm. Don't know that. With one. Uh, Jennifer Garner. Oh, okay. And it was back in the uh nineties. Gotcha. She okay. was a she was a uh basically work from the CIA and try to live a normal life. And she would go on missions. She was a spy basically. Okay. Uh 24.
1: Yeah, everyone knows that one.
0: Twenty-four. Definitely. And the agency. Interesting. Okay. The agency. I have not seen the I heard that's a show. I've seen a lot of of um uh trailers or clips or, like FBI. Every time I see the FBI, I'm like, Ah, please! You made a show about this? You guys are just crooked.
1: Yeah, there's like a new show out called like the Rookie Feds or the something. The agency.
0: Oh, the other ones were the recruit with um, Al Pacino. Okay, where they showed how they so recruit. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Jason. No, that was a good movie. Yeah, they showed actually well, how they yeah. recruit the the members of the CIA.
2: So all these
1: movies are all these movies and television shows are made, you know, with CIA government input. And And approval. And approval. Okay. This
0: is how you're going to shed your light, like you know, like we want. So
1: they're like, make us look cool. Yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) That's it. Make us look cool. Um, So the Department of Defense is a much more powerful player because they have all the toys. Have you ever noticed that in these movies? Where do they get? How do you think they get their hands on these helicopters, these tanks, all this, um, all these weapons? The Department of Defense is providing this. Plus, they have people that know how to use them. Mm-hmm. in the movies th- that's how they're able to do it. You think a Hollywood director is going to go, "Hey, let me go uh, rent an Apache." Right. And have some guy fly it that uh that's, you know, a contractor. Mm-hmm. No, these are military people that are in the movies flying these things.
1: That makes sense. Right.
0: Um yeah. Here's another good one. They will often shut down scripts if the military is shown in bad light. Really? Okay. Yeah, they'll they'll see the script, they'll either change something or they'll shut it down completely. If you make yeah, us look
2: bad, I, I was uh, listening to Tom Cruise talk about his last uh, this, the last Top Gun movie and how they had to get approval by the Navy um, to film certain areas where they were where they had the uh, what was it, the F 18s Is that what they were flying the F 18s
0: You mean the old and, one? And
2: they could, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. no. Uh, this was the uh, last last uh, Top Gun. What is it called? that uh, I, mean, I was talking about gun. the F
0: the F eighteen. Wasn't that that was. Was that the newer one or was the Tomcat the old one?
2: Tomcat was the F, was F-14.
0: Okay, gotcha. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Um, so anyway, and he, they had to get approval, and they could only use the these aircrafts for a certain amount of time um, um, for the film. And if they didn't, they had to go over, the, the Navy had to go over the, uh, the script too. Yeah, he was talking about how they had to do that. There was supervision from the Navy over the film. to to, for whatever reason i'm obviously just trying to just have them be shown in good light but but yeah that that does happen it still happens obviously in the maverick show or movie yeah so Um,
1: unless it's like a tiny independent film there's never going to be a movie that comes out probably that you know shows you know the military industrial complex in a bad light or the cia in a bad light or fbi or anything like that let's think about something for a second what about rambo how'd that get passed I don't, well what's the plot line of rambo forgive me I i'm notice. a vietnam
0: vet i come home i have nowhere to go and the cops start busting my chops about it and then i go nuts on them
1: <laughs> okay so that's what happens in rambo okay.
0: yes basically he's mentally he's got pst what is it PST, PT,
1: ptsd thank
0: you i never know how to say that basically he's got that he gets triggered and all these cops are like trying to take him down and uh he basically destroys a small town Okay, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, he goes in the woods and he's got all this survival training because he was uh he was a POW mm-hmm. as well. And then they go out in the woods and they they're just no match because there's the, they're just these good old boy country sheriff guys. And he okay. is out there creating traps, you know, from sticks, you know. And he, Rambo
1: served in what? What was he? Vietnam. Okay, was he in the army or?
0: I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah, he was in the army. Yeah.
1: So that kind of makes the army look cool, right? Because they're so much superior than, than these <laughs>
0: local <laughs> law enforcement. I think so. Or it was just, hey, this guy has been traumatically uh, impacted by the war. And here's what happens when you mess with him. So don't.
2: Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think, you, you haven't seen any Rambo's, any Rambo movies?
1: It's one of those movies where I catch it like on TV, like midway through, <laughs> like,
0: like 20 <laughs> times throughout my life.
1: And I've just never seen like the whole thing from front
0: to back. You you should start at the beginning. I first I, blood for sure,
1: dude. Yeah,
0: <laughs> first blood. I'll
1: put it on the list. I'll check it out. Look,
0: hey, uh, Jason. So so we. Mm. I just kind of described first blood for you. Small town. I'm a, sure. I'm a I'm a vagrant. I don't know where to go. And now the last one, he's like taking on the drug cartels in Mexico. <laughs> right, dude. <laughs> he basically. Oh uh, yeah. So it's come full circle. Okay. Like hey, don't mess with me. Um, you know, I've got, I've got some trigger issues too. Oh, you want to mess with my granddaughter? Okay. You're it's over drug Mm -hmm. cartels. Um, here's a few, just to name a few, maybe you've heard of these Jason, uh, the Pentagon and this is public knowledge. They have changed scripts such as Ang Lee's version of the Hulk, which was a horrible version. That was the first Hulk that was on screen. And his name was Ang Lee. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, um, yeah, there was a reference to the U.S. operation that poisoned Vietnamese farmland. That was removed from the script. Mm. They don't want, yeah, they don't want people saying that, the U.S. poisoned farmland. Right. Um, James Bond, Tomorrow Never Dies, suggested that the U.S. did not win the war. They had to cut that out. Interesting. The Cold War. Here's here's a here's a fresh one. Well, not really fresh. 2008 Iron Man. There was a reference to soldier suicides that was cut out of the script. Wow. That's just a few examples of the Pentagon saying, hey, you're going to you're going to do the scripts our way. You're not going to make us look bad. Right. That's very interesting. Very interesting. And so, you know, if they were doing that back then, that I, I was 2008, Iron Man. Um, yep. Ang Lee's The Hulk, that was even before that. So, you know, they're doing it today. For sure. Well, it, I mean,
2: Zero Dark Thirty say, was, um, oh, that was recent, right? In a couple, like 2012, 2013, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, that
0: was in the, tw- yeah. yeah. Yeah, Zero Dark, yeah, yeah it sure was. And, and, they and said, then Maverick. and Maverick, they, they probably
1: changed some stuff in there. And they said they stopped doing this in, what, 1976? Yeah, George Bush said we're not
0: doing that anymore.
1: Anytime, so yeah. Yeah, this is just, you know, you guys have probably heard the Milton Friedman quote where he says, um, nothing is so permanent as a temporary government program. Have you ever <laughs> heard him say that? Yeah. Yeah. So anytime yeah, there's like yeah. one of these, you know, operation, whatever, or project, whatever, and then they come out and they're like, okay, we're not doing this anymore. I immediately think that it has only gotten bigger and expanded into other, you know, facets of life.
0: Yeah. And because somebody brought it to light, they're like, oh, no, we're not nothing to see here.
1: Right. So if you bring it up again, hey, man, look, they stopped this in 1976. You you just got to get over yourself. You're a conspiracy theorist, you know.
0: Right. And, Put your tinfoil hat back on. Yeah. Uh, really, there are directors in Hollywood that care about our this country and they give us a good light. I don't know why they do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I think Trump woke up a lot of people when he was calling things like fake news and stuff like that because a lot of people when they watch the news like mainstream media, um, I don't know, especially people like maybe like a little bit older they they're like oh you know this is just Tom Brokaw and he's gonna tell us the news how it is and right. that's just not the way it is anymore is everything so agenda driven and uh not based in fact in a lot of cases and very opinionated. And, yeah, very. And following partisan politic lines. Um, so, yeah, I I can't help but think that you know Operation Mockingbird has only expanded beyond probably our wildest dreams. But our yeah, it's probably not
0: even the CIA anymore. There's probably multiple agencies that uh, influence not just not just Hollywood and the movies they produce and the scripts, but the mainstream media, newspapers. Yeah. Um, that's why they went so hard after, uh, Snowden. Yeah. hundred percent. Because, and then, and then it's like, they did not want that story out. And that's why they went hard on the, uh, the Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. They wanted to bury that story because they did. That was public perception. We don't want the president's son or even that he was before the president. Right. We don't want him to, to we not want, we don't want the public to look at him in that light.
1: They interfered with an election. Yes. By burying that story.
0: Right, and then they because I look at it now, like we were talking about elections. Um, I don't know if it, I don't know if even if that story would have came out and all the facts, people still would have voted the way they voted,
1: right? Probably, yeah.
0: I don't know why you have to skew these things because that's what it seems like to me. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. I could be totally wrong on that. Um, but the good, a good example is the Carrie Lake. It just seemed – can you look at two things and go, that just seems like that person's going to win because the the person on the blue side is doing X, Y, Z. And you don't think, oh, surely, Arizonians are not going to vote for that person that never stepped foot on a debate, page, debate Bage? Stage. Thank you.
2: Stage.
0: Um, that's what I think is like, are, surely she's going to win. Because of that, just that alone. But then I'm like, either there was, there was rigged, there was fraud, or there's actual Arizonians are going, you know what? I'm voting blue no matter who.
1: There's always going to be that part of the population that will do that.
0: But- and just don't even watch the news and just go, oh, who's the blue guy? For sure. I'm yeah. voting for that person. I don't even know what's going on here.
1: Yes. Yeah. I think that exists on both sides. I think there's always gonna be, you know, people that'll vote red no matter what, people that'll vote blue no matter what. And then um I don't know if independent is really like the right word for it, but there's people that, you know, have yeah, right of center politics or and like left moderate. of center and but, you know, they kind of vote for whoever they think the better person is or the most competent person is. But um yeah, in the case where someone won't step on a, on a debate stage, that is a little weird that they still, you know, end up getting. And majority you won, of the, vote. the governor?
0: Yeah, it's it's just it's just strange because, um, that's what I thought about. That's what I thought about the Trump in twenty twenty, the, the Trump Biden thing. I'm like Biden is not campaigning at all. It just seemed like, oh, or and maybe the noise was louder. I don't know, but it seemed like, and and you look back and you're like, well, there was a lot of weird stuff that happened. Yeah, you're like, okay, Trump has got this huge base. Every time he does a rally, there's thousands of people there. Biden yeah. shows up, and there's like crickets.
1: Yeah, and he's like in an elementary school library. Yeah, and, and he's like in like a basement.
0: Won't come yeah. out and campaign. So yeah, so you like look at it, and you're like, surely this guy's gonna win because of those facts, right? And then it comes out, and you got these weird numbers at two a.m. in the morning, all of a sudden shooting up from mail-in b- ballots, right? You got some dude pulling out suitcases. Yeah, Who is that guy?
1: We've seen it. Yeah, we've seen the footage. How come we the... haven't
0: seen that guy on an interview that know. actually had his hand on the suit? We can see it.
1: Are you talking about the person that like pulled the... In
0: Georgia, had the suitcases of ballots out. He, they sent everybody home. What they was said, that we're for... going to stop counting in Georgia.
1: For the busted pipe or whatever? Was that... I don't know Do if that was, that, that, that was a busted w- One pipe. of them was like, everyone's got to go because a, a pipe busted. And it wasn't anything. And nothing. It, basically, that was like, okay, everyone's out of the room now. And then they're pulling things out from under tables and, you know, scanning yeah, things. Yeah, how
0: come that guy hasn't been interviewed? You can <laughs> clearly see him on camera. I want to go talk to that guy.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: And ask him, who told you to get that suitcase out? How did you know it was there? And did you know what was in it? Yeah, who put it there? That's what I want to know. How come these questions aren't out there. Operation Mockingbird. That's exactly. It's Mockingbird. Nobody talks about it and they give you a perception that they want you to believe in.
1: Right. Could you imagine how good things would be if true journalism like existed on a on a huge scale? Like if the people that are like the best reporters are out there doing the best in investigative journalism and you know just unbiased media was just reporting what they found. We would know a lot about what's going on
2: the big I think a lot of people would die, man. I think it would be a, a lot of dead reporters.
0: Probably. That's true. Because, I mean, I mean
2: cause that's, what, that's what happens overseas. I mean, that's, you, see that, you see that overseas where you have investigative reporters that are courageous and brave, and they go out and they try to report and investigate these, these, these crucial issues whether it be the Saudis or whatever it might be, and then they you, they end up dead. And so that kind of, I mean, if you're going to this line of work and you're like, okay, so I have two options. I can either go with the flow, go with go with the narrative, what, what they want me to say and stay alive, or do I want to die? Ah, I like to live, so I'm going to do this.
1: Yeah, I definitely, most, I definitely think them. there's truth to that. Yeah, that's yeah, a good but, point. but kind of like what I'm thinking of is like, in a system that's so controlled, like, the one we got today it, it always seems like there's like a lone voice that steps out and it's kind of easier to squash that person but like what if there's thousands that are all saying you know bringing something to light then it, then it's harder to extinguish that yeah that's like what i want
0: like like for instance the unprecedented fbi raid on james o'keefe and his journalist right uh, that's never been that's unprecedented nobody's ever FBI's never raided a journalist house because of a diary it is weird a president daughter's diary. That's why they did it, and he didn't even have it anymore. Very weird. It's almost like were they were they just was that just a show of force, or were they really looking for something?
1: I don't know. That's a good question. It could just be a show of force, an intimidation tactic. You know, like hey, you you know, you keep barking up this tree, there's going to be problems. And he's still, I mean, he's still out there
0: doing, you know, undercover. Which that well, that goes exactly against, you know, Mockingbird because you have an undercover video yeah. capturing somebody's own voice, their own inflection, their own opinion yeah. about what they're thinking, their thoughts, but they don't know they're on camera. Mm-hmm. That's like the truest form. And there's there's no agenda and there's no narrative other than their opinion. Right. But it goes against... Everything else that in the mainstream is is telling you, right. when they get out there and say, "Oh, you know what?" Um, look, well, I mean, they said tons of stuff. Uh, the the dude for for Twitter, he was like, "Yeah, we're shadow banning. We do that all the time. We uh, our our goal." And the dude from CNN's like, "Covid, yeah, we want to put the death rates up there on uh, the ticker all day because you know that sells." Yeah, and then and then they said when that dies down. Probably the next thing is going to be climate change. Yeah, that's going to be the next thing because it's fear. We always want to keep the public in fear, and um, sure enough, that, that's all you hear now is, is you. You start hearing this this climate change thing, mm-hmm. and it's like they're all on board with it. Have you seen that collage of all the journalists saying the same things? Yes. Well, h- yeah. How do they get these talking? This is so weird. Is there a is there a club?
1: That's mockingbird. <laughs> that's
0: there's yeah. a club that they. They, they have verbatim. The it's like it the is.
1: it's the exact same even phrasing of what they're saying is identical. Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, yeah. Like I saw a montage where it started off as like one newscast and then it, you know, it just started showing more and more and more and more of them on the screen and kind of like all of the voices of the newscast were like overlapping and they were saying the they exact saying same, the thing. same thing. They were saying
0: the same thing with the same talking point. My thing is like, when, uh, so you and I see that and we're like, that's weird. What are y'all doing? Do the reporters ever see that same thing and go, oh, wow. I didn't even know I was doing that. Or they're going, dang, they got me. I don't know. You <laughs> know <laughs> I, what I'm saying?
1: I, I think they're not aware because I, I think you can really compartmentalize a lot of things,
2: right? Like um, like Jason's
0: I, I, talking about, I want to live.
2: Right, yeah. No, I mean, but I, I, I don't know. I think that I think we live in an age where they have to know because, I mean, people make montages and they'll, they'll see themselves on that montage and be like, dang, is that really what's happening? Oh, well, oh, well, let's keep on going.
0: Oh, well, and, where's the next talking point? <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly. You know, I, I think that, I think they are aware. I don't, I, think they're, I don't think they're that, I don't know. Um,
0: no, I think you are. You're, I think you're right because what proves that is that a uh, journalist, um, I forgot which network it was, but Veritas um, actually played the clip where she was, Not on air, but the camera was rolling. And she talked about how they sat on this story. Oh, what was it? I can't remember the story. Oh, I know what you're talking about. But they sat on the story. Was
1: that that like the... um, Oh, what's his name? That Hollywood guy.
0: Yes. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. Yes, they sat on that story and she was upset about it because she said... Because she had it. I knew this story. I could have came out with it and they sat... They wouldn't let me report it. Yeah. So... Some of them, some of them are out there that are pretty probably disgusted yep. with with the the companies they work for. Anyway. Okay, I'm gonna read this article real quick. Um, but th- this is interesting. So let me go back here. Um when I first started it, 1969 Frank Weisner. So that's where I, I got this information from. Well, I just got this website here, and it's this was published on July 8, 2020, and it says um, Project Mockingbird was an OSS-CIA project put into action by George H. Bush and Harry Truman in 1947 to play media assets to become propagandists for the CIA. That's 47. Okay. Is that... In 1947? That's weird. Yeah. George H. Bush... Now is that the same George W. H. Bush that the Bush that I just quoted, George H. W. Bush? Yeah, let me see, hold on. <laughs> the quote was yeah, from. Yeah, it is. Um, where's the quote? Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's my George Bush? Oh yeah, George H. W. Bush. That's the same guy, right? Yeah, that's Herbert him. Wa- okay, so he made the quote, but it says in this article that him and Harry Truman started that this thing back in 1947. I'm not sure what to believe. So about.
1: he started it but ended it. Maybe this In is propaganda 1976. that I'm reading. Here. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, he, put, he he put on the facade that he ended it. I mean, that makes sense. Like you're the one that started it like, "Oh yeah, I guess I should tell the people that I that I actually am ending it" and then not really do it. I mean, if he if he's that slimy to start it, you think he's not slimy enough to pretend like he's going to end it?
0: Yeah. True. Right That's here it think. says um This is how Gloria Steinem got her start with the women's movement and the feminist to benefit the CIA and how Dan Rather helped the CIA hide the truth about the assassinations details of JFK when he was a street reporter in Dallas in 63. He eventually took a lead job at CBS and he helped sell the public the Warren Commission story of a single shooter and a magic bullet with Arlen Specter. And then in 75, the church committee which we already discussed, um, they revealed that the CIA's direct connections with journalists and civic groups. Now, none of the reports mentioned the, the actual project, Operation Mockingbird. The CIA uses media disinformation to cover black ops, psyops, and clandestine operations since they were formed in the Truman presidency in 1947, to benefit the industrial-military complex shadow government goals. Mm-hmm. So it goes further back than I originally thought.
1: Dude, yeah, it probably goes way further back than what anyone, you know, in the public sphere is aware of. Yeah, that's weird. And I don't know if we want to cover it this week, because I know we have an episode in the pipeline where we're going to talk about, like, you know, the social media big tech companies, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, we've heard them come out on, you know, Joe Rogan's podcast uh, saying like, yo, you know, the FBI came over and they said, hey, look out for something that, you know, sounds like it might be Russian information. They, you know, Mm -hmm. squash the story because
0: of it. Um, Yeah. And then he started a campaign to to offset and start looking for that stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. And I I think that that's what ended up being the uh, Hunter Biden laptop story. Right. Um, So, yeah.
0: Yes. Because that. Was the same timeline, because when we went over the um, the Biden uh, episode, the same timeline of FBI knowing about it, they went out and coordinated all this disinformation or everything to squash it, kind of like the Iron Curtain that was brought down mm-hmm. when dude came out with the uh, the laptop. I mean, everything just went whoosh, just straight down.
1: Right. So it, it kind of starts, you know, like the foot in the door with this seemed like, you know, we're we're coming after people that are sympathetic to communism. We're squashing those messages in the mainstream media. And then it just expands to, you know, basically we just create a bad guy and then anything that's related to that bad guy, we just get that out of the media entirely. So, you know, if you're a, anything about Russian disinformation, we can just attach that label to something we don't like. And then we can just remove that from the public square. That seems to be the way that they like operate on a high level.
0: Yeah. And then if they have anybody they want to take out like the 3 years of Russia collusion. Yeah. I mean that was a complete operation mockingbird in full in in full in its full glory right there. Yeah, that there.
1: was a full court press.
0: Yeah, because hey, here's it's like you are not even really reporting because the information you're given is not even true. You didn't even fact check the fact checkers. Yeah. Because now we all know that it was bought and paid for by Hillary Clinton, exactly. But yeah. they never said that. But they just reported what they had, you know, the Steele dossier. Yeah, Trump in a in, in a Russian hotel peeing on hookers.
2: You know, that's the same thing they did to Tulsi Gabbard, uh, to Hillary Clinton. She said that she was a Russian asset, a Russian spy, during the primaries, the Democratic primaries, and that's why they <clears throat> that she lost a lot of votes in the primary
0: because of that yeah Tulsi when when she got on stage with the that debate she seemed like the strongest one there because she kind of yeah. was like jabbing everybody about their yeah. policies mm-hmm. and, and and the DNC yeah. didn't like it Mm-mm. that's so strange that she would get up there I'm a democrat but all you you know and then she pointed out all your flaws and then all you got to do is oh she's a Russian asset
1: yeah, that's all you got to do. A Russian asset. Once people hear that, it, like, oh, you, a Russian asset, it's just sort of like you know. Once that label's attached, you're like, oh, you don't have to worry about any of her arguments. You know, she's, you know, she's a disinformation agent. What about a Chinese yeah, asset?
0: What's that? Uh, I'm sure. They're... What about a Chinese asset? Nobody's labeled that. Why is it Russian?
1: Because <laughs> Russia, Russia, <laughs> Russia's Russian the bad, the bad guy, guy, man. Yeah, they're the bad guy.
0: I mean, you've got Russia and China. Those are the two big guys over there, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, I mean, the bad guy's China. <clears throat> China. He's a Chinese asset. I don't even speak Chinese. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wuhan. Anyway, y'all oh, got any yeah, final? Wuhan. Y'all got any final thoughts on uh, Operation Mockingbird?
1: Yeah. Um. You know, kind of the guy that really saw this coming um, was. George Orwell, and I'm sure I, I I think I've mentioned, yeah, he really did. So he, his last book was 1984, which he wrote that in, um, the late forties, I think 1949.
0: Isn't that weird? Yeah.
1: Where basically it's, um, you know, a totalitarian state where, um, whatever they report, whatever big brother says is the truth, no matter what. And we've slowly, but surely over time been tiptoeing in that direction, almost as if like, the powers that be read this book and they're like, this is where we want to go. This is our playbook. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it it really kind of ties into all this stuff we're talking about um, with, you know, just an authoritarian state and just a dishonest media, basically the death of the fourth estate, which is, you know, the press, right. Which is supposed to keep the other branches of government in check. Um, That's obviously not being done. If you have, you know, government interference with whatever the narrative is that the media is portraying. So mm-hmm. yeah, very interesting stuff and uh just shows how far ahead of his time. George Orwell was.
0: I didn't know he wrote that in the forties. He did. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so he was wrong about the year. Cause uh, you know, he, the book takes place in 1984, but I mean, I mean, or, but, uh, maybe he's not wrong. You no, know, but right? look at I mean, it. I mean,
0: we just looked at what 1947, right? Yeah. It started off. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So we're a little bit behind schedule. We're not as intense as it was described in the book yet, but I mean, we're we're headed that way.
0: If we're not I, careful, I think we're witnessing the the falling of the empire, of the American empire. Yeah, I think that's what we're witnessing. How does it all end? One well, world the, government. Yeah, the one world. The it becomes a police state. Um, mm-hmm. The the econ, economy will collapse. The only and when that happens. Whoever controls the food, mm-hmm. those will be the guys in charge. Okay. Because if you can't get yep. food, and, and the only way you can get food is you have to do certain things. So if the economy collapses, I can't go to Walmart. I can't go to uh, Price Chopper because that's gone. I can't use my money anymore. Oh, I control the food. Here's where you need to come get your food. Right. And you're not going to use money. I don't know what you're going to use. I, Yeah. Here's some, you know, so well,
1: if the dollar collapses, yeah, then then we're right there where you're talking about, basically. Right. Yeah.
0: Yep. And then um,
1: and there's nothing in the stores. Can't, right. Can't buy food. Yeah, there's. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a
0: collapse, just like the Roman Empire.
1: Yeah. It could be. I can see it. Jason, what are your thoughts?
2: I just don't trust the media. I think um, that's the biggest thing. Don't trust the media. That is that's by, all I got.
1: Yeah, that's by far the that's most important that's all I got. message Don't trust to take the away from this. <laughs> take yeah. Ev- yeah, take everything you hear from the media with a you know
0: a giant. That's the thing. Grain of salt. That's the thing, and, and it's almost like a scientific method. It's observational science. So when you do an experiment, like the dinosaurs, for example, nobody was there. Nobody saw a dinosaur. We can only dig up bones and think that this was a creature that lived XYZ and we can put the bones together and go, this is what we think it looks like. Right. But there's no observational science. Correct. I can, I can cut an apple and an orange and do some type of experiment and I can observe it. I can get a Petri dish, put some Wuhan China virus in it. I can experiment. That's observation. I can see it with my, I can do an experiment. That's the same thing. It's like, you're you're telling me all this information. You're showing me these movies. Uh, you want me to perceive a certain thing, but I'm just I'm just taking in what you're giving me. I really there's no thought process. There's no experiment for me to go. Hey, let me connect the dots. Like the like the Russian information. If I was just like that whole Russia collusion. If I was just just blindly accepting, and which a lot of people probably did, accepting what they're stating is true. I have a, I already have okay. Trump is this type of guy. This and this is why I don't like him
1: mm-hmm. because
0: of this information. Well, if I don't dig and find out what they're talking about, is is what they're saying true or not? I'm 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 done, right? I'm finished. If if I'm just going to blindly follow that information, and then I and then I and then I give a, a a perception of a they gave me a perception of the man to look at the Trump guy. And that's all I got to go on. Then, and I just go through my life. And when I hear somebody else come up and go, no, Trump's not like that. I've already fought back because I've, I've got a perception that somebody else gave me. Mm -hmm. And then I'm listening to you and you're crazy. Right. Where did you get that information? What are you talking about? You're not on the TV. You don't wear a suit. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yes. You don't have a studio and lights and telling me you're not smart as they are. Mm -hmm. So why should I believe you? About, you know, the steel dossier. hmm That guy's real. He was in James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's all I got. Yeah. Operation Mockingbird. I don't know where else to I don't know where else to tell you. Yeah. But just wait for the next movie to come out. Yeah,
2: they'll, t- yeah, they'll tell it, they'll right tell they'll right. tell you what you need to hear.
0: I wonder yeah, what the next I think movie
2: is in Avatar.
0: Oh yeah, Avatar. Cause that's yeah, a, that's be an avatar, man. Uh, yeah, I mean there was an agenda driven on that one. The Pandora, climate. Oh, absolutely. We're yeah, mining. Climate, we're mining bro. for it. Was uh, indigenous people, and we're taking and control because uh, they have a gem that I want.
2: Yep. Anyway, and it was affecting the climate. Mm-hmm.
0: Climate change. Mike, you got any final thoughts? We're out of here almost. No, man, that's all I got. So. All right. So everybody just pay attention to the movies you watched. Um, It's okay to be entertained, but just know there's an agenda. There's some kind of thing behind it. Just keep your eyes out. Just always look for the truth and always look for the story behind the story. And just don't take things on from the mainstream media as fact. Always do your own fact checking. Always. Always. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. You can click the link in the bio, Instagram, and get you can follow us everywhere. Also, bottomofthat.com. You can listen to the show there, and you can also contact the show. I was gonna say tune in next week, but I'm not gonna right there.